Hop on board. It's time for another trip with the biker or the rabbi. Today on Biker and the Rabbi, we explore part 7 in our series about David and what can be learned from studying his life and challenges. And now, here's Biker. Hey everyone, welcome back. Great to be with you again. This podcast is special and a little different from the way we normally begin our time together. I'm with a special person to help introduce our discussion of David Hamela, because I'm in the kitchen with Ma Biker. Don't eat any more of those muffins I just made. You'll ruin your appetite. Now, normally, I'm discussing the topic of the moment with people like Freud or Sisyphus or even Walter Mitty. Walter who? Uh, he's a friend of mine, Ma. Oh, so you're saying I'm not famous enough to talk to. Oh, quite the opposite. You are the perfect person to discuss this latest voyage into Dovett's past and how he became the great man who helped shape the Jewish people. Now, didn't he have issues with that woman now? What was her name again? Ma, we're discussing something else that's important and a very good way to start today's discussion. Her name had to do with uh, personal hygiene. Um, Oh, Ma, I'm here to ask you to forgive me. Forgive you for what? What did you do now, biker? No, no, this is about forgiveness. About looking at things through a different lens and being able to forgive instead of just reacting. And I can help you with this? How? Well, uh, it's about things I've done in the past that, well, I should have been smarter about. Oh, you mean like setting the entire patio on fire because you wanted to see how far the lighter fluid could be launched from its container? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I kind of forgot about that one. And then there was the time you thought it would be funny to shave the cat. Oh, uh, yeah, but I was thinking more along the lines of how I upset you with things that I've said and done, not because I didn't know you were right, but because I was being stubborn and, well, egotistical. Sheila Bath! That was the woman's name! I knew it had to do with hygiene! No, Mom, it's Bathsheba. We're going to get to her at a later time. But did you hear what I said? Oh, of course I did, Biker dear. And I forgive you. Because even when you painted your sister's hair green when she was asleep, we always knew there was something better in store for you. <sighs> Thanks, Ma. See, that's what I mean about forgiveness. The unconditional... And here's the bill for it all. Huh? Bill? There's line items for damages, therapy for your sister and father, the vet bill for terrorizing the cat, construction materials for rebuilding the deck... Oh, wow. Okay, Ma, I'll, I'll get working on it. In the meantime, forgiveness is a big theme right now with David Amelich. And that's what we want to explore. And true to form, David shows us a better way. A way that doesn't allow our ego to force us into bad decisions. Come on, let's open the throttle and take a ride. So stop what you're doing. It wouldn't hurt you to listen a little. Welcome back to Biker and the Rabbi. So, Rabbi Halpern. If there ever was someone who should have had a chip on their shoulder, it was David Hamelech. Shalom, Biker. Well, why do you say that? 
Well, he didn't exactly lead a leave-it-to-beaver kind of life now, did he? I mean, look at all the trials and tribulations he had to go through. And then, of all things, he has to put up with being cursed? But that's the point. He's David and not Ward Cleaver. His heart was filled with love for Hashem. He's showing us it's possible to forgive even when you think it's impossible. And as far as Shimi ben Gera goes, the one who cursed him, that too points to David's greatness. Can any of us ever find a way to reach that height? Of course, but it's not going to be simple. Forgiveness has to start with an empty ego. <laughs> so we're back to our friend the ego, are we? He does seem to show up a lot in our discussions. And it tells you something about us and how we're created. We put a lot of stock in our ego. But David didn't. That's why this whole incident with him getting cursed really stands out to me. So let's set the stage. David is on the run with a small band of men to avoid his death, as proclaimed by King Shaul. Okay. So he encounters Shimi ben who rather than encouraging David in his moment of distress, curses him and throws stones at him. Mm, not a big fan. Apparently not. But later on, the tables turn. David becomes king and is in a position to exact punishment upon ben for his action. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served cold. But this is David we're talking about. He knew the time would come when Shimi ben would need to bear the consequences of his actions. But that would happen only at the right time and not simply as an act of revenge. David has no need for revenge? He's David. He knew he was a tool for Hashem's plan in this world and that everything is from Hashem. Everything has a specific purpose and is for the good. That means he saw others the same way even if they were hurtful to him. This is so hard, Rabbi. David didn't engage in revenge out of anger or ego. When he acted, his intentions were pure. How can we be like that? By being the solution to the problem and asking ourselves, why am I really doing this? Often when we are hurt by others, we compound the problem by only seeing ourselves in the picture. I'm a victim. I've been hurt. Ego. Right. Ego won't let you see that perhaps there's a reason this might be happening. So if the only thing you see is your pain and frustration, you will lose the chance to rise above your circumstances and grow? Now you see how. If we just take some time to think, we can rise to that level and be more like David. If you can be honest with yourself, the answer will come. But if our ego drives the lie, we will continue to mess up. Not mess up, Iger, but learn. Had David given chase to Shimi, it not only would have been a distraction, it would have lessened who David was to become, because King David would be the one who was above personal grievances. Every day, we too are dealt these kind of learning experiences. And we learn to grow from them? We grow from making the right choices, and sometimes even the wrong ones. By seeing that they're wrong and setting them right, we get to grow. Is that just about what happens to us? Can we employ the same mindset when we see life circumstances of others? Absolutely, because again, ego must be moved out of the way for us to fulfill our best intentions. Right now, there's someone who can benefit from a smile, phone call, or even a simple text message. Huh, I hadn't thought of that. David was on the run with this small band of men, and you can imagine what a kind word would have been for a wary soul. But Shimi ben Gera, rather than encourage David, cursed David. That was a lost opportunity. Uh, must have been tough. 
And that was Shimmy's ego at play, taking the opportunity to encourage David and turning it on its head. Huh. I would say that we also often miss the signs that Hashem sends our way. If you see a need that you have the resources to fill, it's a sign you should get involved. Why? Because you can. So when we channel the power of David and look at things in a world minus our ego, we begin to act like David, who carried God in his heart. Now let's dig just a little deeper. Huh? How? By examining Yehuda's words to Yosef. Remember, before he is revealed as the brother they sold off years ago, Yehuda and Yosef face off over Binyamin's fate. I remember. Yehuda confronts Yosef and begs him to let Binyamin go free. Yehuda says, I have taken responsibility for Binyamin. How can I bear to see my father suffer? And this was the moment Yosef recognized the brothers had done tshuva. There's more. Yehuda is able to do something absolutely unique. He can uncover the secret blessings hidden in the situation, that the evil ruler is Yosef. As he submits himself entirely to the will of Hashem, he uncovers all the outside elements to reveal Hashem's will, and suddenly the wicked Egyptian ruler becomes his loving brother Yosef. All because he had grown to the point where his ego was all but subliminated to God's will. Sublimated? Uh, you like that word? You constantly surprise me, Biker. But yes, the lesson both with Yehuda and David is we can become our best self when we conquer the need to feed our ego. So, Rabbi, how can we truly put this into practice for ourselves? We can do it, but it's not one of those things that you can just say and think it will happen. Ego plays a huge part in every single part of our day and doesn't take being made to sit in the background lightly. So why don't we just eliminate ego? Because we can't. We need it for certain things. We just can't make it the only thing that drives our decisions. And that's what we'll discuss when we come back from this short break. I'll be ready for you. Okay, we're back. And we're discussing how the true state of forgiveness is the elimination of ego from fouling up your decision-making process. It's not really about preventing you from fouling up as much as it is about giving you a different way of thinking when it comes to critical decisions. So, okay, your best friend says something to you that really gets under your skin. An ego says, shut them out of your world until they come crawling back to you and beg forgiveness. Has this ever happened to you? It uh, maybe, could be, uh, no, yes... Uh, not the David approach, right? Let's try this. Find it in your heart to discover the real reason for the hurt and pain. Remember, David didn't engage in revenge out of anger or ego. Only when it was necessary and timely, in accordance with God's plan, did he act. I know, I know, Rabbi. I just struggle with it. We all do. But part of the lesson is trust in God and lead with compassion as opposed to arrogance. And that's even if they never come back to ask for forgiveness. But how does that teach them a lesson and help you at the same time? Great question. One I'm sure many are thinking of all the time. The answer is it does not directly benefit them if they're not practicing the elimination of their ego from the process as well. But I want to address one thing you just said. About what? Teaching them a lesson. That's not your job. That's God's domain. If there's a lesson in any of it, God will make sure it gets taught. Again, this is something David understood. 
because of his way of approaching life. No chips on his shoulders. Oh, that does change things. Biker, if someone wrongs you, there's no law that says you have to keep them on your greeting card list. You don't have to stay friends, but you have to move on. But that friend will think they've gotten away with something and... They may do it again to someone else. Of course, if there's a real danger and you can do something to prevent it, you must. But generally speaking, it's their growth and maturity that is at stake, and it's their business, not yours. God will deliver the lessons. Whether they learn from those lessons or not is their issue. We just have to see that. Even if we don't, it's not our job to teach the lesson. So you simply must take yourself like David, fill your heart with love of God, and when you do that, you feel the difference. Oh, Rabbi, I feel like I've been had. Guess who's talking there? Uh, ego. ego. But why let it go? Especially if that person is no longer in my world. Because it feeds so many other parts of you. Carrying around bags of envy, hatred, and ego drag you down and do nothing to fix the situation. But letting go helps you grow, become bigger, wiser, and more content. David can really affect us in so many ways. He can when you truly understand the idea of forgiveness. It's a trait we were given to heal us from the inside out, and it will. It works. The key is to assess the situation, not using your ego as a guide, but from discovering once again your love for God and what He wants of you. And that's why, as we journey through life, we meet people, encounter situations that call our name. True leaders hear the call, step up to the plate, and deliver. In the process, they discover layers of greatness and strength they'd never even imagined possible. That means there's hope for a guy like me. For all of us, but it has to first start with understanding. Ego has its place. But forgiveness can only come when ego is not the central character. If the time comes, we can realize that. The growth we will achieve will surprise and shock us. David offers so much in the way his life teaches lesson after lesson. Rabbi, can you sum it all up for us? As we journey through life, we meet people. Sometimes they're pleasant interactions. Other times, inevitably, we will be insulted, hurt, ignored, pushed down, and more. And the question, the thing that differentiates success from the people who just drag around groaning and moaning and feeling like a victim. The difference is a distinction, the real bottom line, if your heart is empty of ego, if it's full of positive energy, which is fueled by a love of God, you can turn towards others with compassion. You can have a sense, I'm okay. You're hurting yourself more than you're hurting me, and I hope, and God willing, you find contentment in your own heart so that you can treat others that way. But I'm fine. I can forgive. I can move on. I'm okay. Thanks for being here today. I'll get your coat. It's time to go. Well, that about wraps up another podcast. It's great to have you with us. And we'd like to request two things. First, if you like these, please pass them along to friends and anyone you feel might enjoy the content. Second, if you have questions you'd like answered or you just want to learn more, reach out to our recorded line at 303-820-2855. As always, a huge thanks to the Denver Colel for their support and the access to their resources. If you wish to support them in any way, visit their website at denvercolel.org. Colel spelled K-O-L-L-E-L. 
On our next podcast, the rabbi and I will tackle more about David and how complicated his life is. Yet everything he endured is a lesson for you today to help you create a fuller life. Please join us. I'm Biker. For Rabbi Halpern, thank you and God bless. <laughs>